this week, we've got a very special guest, the current president of the National Association of Veterinary Technicians in America, Ashley Selkie, on The Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to The Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And you know, viewfinders, that we love us some NAFTA, and we love really all things veterinary medicine. But this week, we are so honored to have the new president, Ashley Selkie, who is going to talk to us about what she has planned for NAFTA during her reign, how she got there in the first place, and really, you know, what she sees for the future of veterinary technicians. But before we get into that conversation, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And Becky, you know, I am super excited about our guest today because, you know, it's it's like royalty in the, the world of da, veterinary da, da, da. medicine. <laughs> I mean, it's always nice, viewfinders, to be able to share people that are out there making a difference. But today we've got a very special guest because her story not only is unique and interesting, but I think it really resonates with a lot of us who've been in the profession for some time. She's done a lot of different things, which she's going to talk to us about, and she's got big plans for the future. So without further ado, viewfinders, thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. Hi guys, I am so happy to be here with you guys today. This is my first ever podcast of any nature, so it's quite exciting to me. Um, but a little about myself, so um, I'm Ashley Selkie. I am an RVT and a CVT, and I recently came to Purdue University uh, College of Veterinary Medicine. So I am the clinical lab coordinator. Uh, for the on-campus veterinary nursing program, and I as well am an instructional technologist for the veterinary nurse distance learning program. So I get my job is really cool because I get to do so many different subjects. So with the clinical lab coordinator, there's a lot of didactic courses, um, and then I get to go in and do each of them. So I don't just get stuck in large animal, or I don't just do small animal or exotics. I get to actually every week have a new experience with that. And as far as a distance learning program, it's very um, fun for me to get to teach those online opportunities. And I have students that are in the Philippines. I have students, you know, in Alaska, like all over the world. And it's it's really fun to get that reach with uh, Purdue. Wow. Well, Ashley, one of the things I want to start with is, is just the journey, because your titles, the way you just introduced yourself, tells one of the challenges currently faced by veterinary technicians in the United States. And that is... You got two different credentials, CVT and RVT, which is one of the big problems that we've been dealing with. Now you're also working with a distance learning program. Let's just kick it off right there. I mean, what do you see? How are we going to get this thing resolved? I mean, come on, CVT, LVT, RVT. Then there's that thing in Tennessee. Come on, help us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So where I want to start with the um, NAPTA, we recently adopted a policy and we put out a statement on December 20th that recommending that any job postings for the position of veterinary nurse should clarify that a veterinary nurse is the equivalent of only a credentialed veterinary technician. So a CVT, RVT, or LVT. Right. And and again, you're, you're a classic story of a, of a journeyman veterinary technician, right? So you've got, you had to get two different credentials because you moved. I mean, this is why this, yes. this standardization, you know, this license protection, I mean, Becky, uh, how many podcasts have we devoted to this exact topic in the last five and a half years? <laughs> a lot, right? Well, I mean, a lot, but I think it's also important to get the updates to know where things yes, are because yes. um, 
the, the whole veterinary nurse, nursing initiative thing was so controversial and so it still is. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. It still is. And so um, I don't want to say like misunderstood, but like, I just don't know that everything was communicated the way it needed to be. And, you know, there there's so many people who don't get involved until something happens that they don't like. And then it's like, hey, we don't like this. And it's like, well, if you were here when we asked, it would have been great to know. So I think that it's really good to have the updates to know where things are and where they're going. But I think a lot of the opposition came from not focusing on title protection and um, or feeling like the focus was not on title protection. I understand that it kind of always was. Um, but it's nice to know that that's a shift in the initiative um, and that you guys are keeping all of that up. But uh, I'm interested in knowing kind of some of how, how did you, you know, I kind of feel like we jumped ahead. I, I'm interested to know how did you end up working with NAFTA? How did you end up deciding to sure. run for president? And kind of what are your goals for your quote unquote reign? at it. So how I became a CVT, RVT, um, I was actually military. I was in the Navy and I used my GI Bill to go to school. Um, I knew I'd always wanted to do something in the veterinary field, but I never quite knew what. Um, and then uh, also with when I married, I married someone who was in the Army. So um, I had been the one who went away and then I'd also been, you know, the spouse who stays. And with that, I went and got my, which is cool. I went and got my uh, veterinary technology degree. And then I found the hardships of, you know, we were having to move to different places. I went to school in one state and then we had to move. Um, I was not one of those people who, uh, won and done VT&E. Um, right. I had my kids and and I did learn that even you know I had a child prematurely and I was actually supposed to take my VTE and I had to pay $80 because I couldn't be there because I was in the hospital. Um so there's different things that you know were definitely trying and stressing along the way but I knew that I wanted that end goal of that that title. Um I was in uh you know, general practice working and, you know, to see those people with the the veterinary technician behind their name or the RVTs or LVTs, like I wanted to, I wanted that. And so that's why I pursued that. And then um, we moved from a different place again, we got reassigned and we were in Tennessee and then I, we moved to Arkansas. So there's where I got my CVT license because there, that's what they are. And recently moving up to Indiana uh, to work for Purdue. Uh, now my husband is not in military. So I was like, I get to choose where we go. <laughs> so <laughs> this is where I'm going. I was like, I had a baby while you were in Afghanistan. Like this, is, I get to do this. <laughs> so uh, yes, he was very, uh, very considerate. He's like, absolutely, totally understand. Um, so that's why I have the two credentials. And you know, even just going through and getting different credentials in different states, it is different everywhere. And it can be time consuming. It can be hard. When I was trying to get it in um, Tennessee, because I hadn't initially passed that veterinary technician exam in Indiana, a different state, I had to write a letter on, you know, why I could take it and why I was going to pass. And 
Then they had to set a board meeting, which it wasn't even for six months. So I've been all over the place. But one thing I am is I'm very persistent and I will get to my end goal. And how I got into kind of veterinary leadership is when I was in Arkansas, uh, I went to the Arkansas Veterinary uh, Medical Association's winter meeting. Um, I've always been involved in certain uh, organizations and aspects. I like helping people. I've been a volunteer firefighter. I like the serving aspect of things. And I also have one of those personalities, which I think in this field, we've all taken personality tests, but I have the super like I personality <laughs> or I'm like super and it's and it's like an extroverted personality, which, you know, usually in our veterinary technician field, a lot of us are introverts. So I'm that sunshiny, let's talk to people kind of person. And I feel like I can change the world. Well, and you can, so, and, <laughs> and I appreciate this, but you know, we, we had yeah. a whole episode of viewfinders. And if you haven't listened to that, I'd encourage you to go back about how the, this portability, the lack of, of portability of our licenses is really, we believe, at least Becky and I made a, a strong case to say, this is part of the workforce shortage that we're faced because people just can't move, you know? And so, so Ashley, are you saying to us today that that is a, one of your goals to, to make sure that you are moving forward on this? Because I did see the title protection report that came out. That's great. And if you haven't seen that, guys, go ahead and go to the NAVTA.net website. That's the, the NAVTA official website. And they've got a link there to the title protection report and I think you should check it out but you know Ashley I mean you've encountered the, the this difficulty firsthand so are you trying to make it better during your tenure as president most definitely I truly believe being able to have that reciprocity and go to other states and be able to work it's even something that um, I was just in Chicago at the AVMA House of Delegates it's something that veterinarians struggle with as well it's the difficulty I've learned at the national level is there are 50 different states with 50 different rules. And I even had a meeting with um, Canada. So the RVTTC organization, and I even asked them, I was like, how did you guys unify, you know, under one credential? How did you get this done? I would just like, you know, any output from anyone. And they let me know, they were like, well, you know, we only six provinces and you guys have, you know, 50 plus states or like, that's going to be a hard scale on anything. And that's one thing I want everyone to understand that we have to advocate. We have to work on those levels, but it's definitely something I'm trying to work on. Uh, with getting that reciprocity. Well, speaking of the recent uh, AVMA meeting, <laughs> Becky, I think there was some <laughs> some uh, things there. And, and you know, I guess, it, Becky, this would be a good time to maybe get Ashley's opinion on what happened up there. Sure. So, Ashley, oh, <laughs> there, were, there were some comments and quotes thrown around that weren't exactly, uh, you know, favorable Set to veterinary friendly. technicians. <laughs> yes. And, and they had to do with camelids and needles. Friendly, <laughs> um, any kind of friendly, go ahead. Yeah. So any, any comments on that? Because, I mean, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast because that did kind of irk Becky and me and a lot of our, our listeners. But any thoughts uh, from your, your side of the, the lectern? So I was personally there and I did witness um, this statement. Um, my mouth did drop at the time. <laughs> and, um, but there are, what I was able to do is, you know, 
House of Delegates, everyone's allowed to speak their piece, and the AVMA welcomes in for everyone to give their input. Yeah. At uh, I don't know. It's, it's, well, the delegates. And <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I heard that, but then we were invited into the closed group, so like the Veterinary Information Forum, where same speaker got to say the same thing. But what wasn't reported was the overwhelming support of other veterinarians in that room. Like, yes. And, and I've even had a meeting afterwards, like as early as last week, that, you know, we are, the AVMA wants NAPTAN technicians to succeed. That they did not, the wordings of similar people did not condone what they thought. And that's kind of what I want to get by there. Was that person wrong for what they said? Absolutely. Uh, in my mind, I think I even looked at other people and I was like, I cannot believe this just happened. And then when I saw it reported, um, I was like, well, that's out. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, you know, you got to keep it out because should it get in? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, sorry, sorry, but sorry. There sorry. are certain things that, you know, I want to make sure that I keep our relationships with um, AVMA and especially for those veterinarians that that spoke so genuinely and wholly about having veterinary technicians. They were like, if we're going to be inclusive, they need to be included. Absolutely. And I, you know, I was able, someone did hand me the microphone at that point and I was trying with all my might not to say anything, but I was able to convey my own um, opinion to the matter, and it's solely my own and and not of anyone else's, not of NAFTA. It was my own opinion. And I was able to say that, you know, what happens when you do not let your animals in? I was like, they die. Um, so, and I said, you know, and for being in a room full of, you know, veterinary professionals, uh, that's something we really do not want to convey is you know, leaving any kind of animal out in the cold. That's not something that should <laughs> convey a crown. Um, yeah. So those were my personal remarks that I got to come through. And um, I led with, uh, in leaving, I led with, you know, um, this is a group. This is, you know, we are a, a veterinary healthcare team. And it's not the American Veterinarians Association. It is the American Veterinary Medical Association. So our teams need to be represented and work together. That sounds familiar. <laughs> I'm not sure if you listened to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> no. Actually, that's actually, um, yeah. I'm going to call that a, a trademarked quote of mine. And, <laughs> and frankly, they, they really need to just go ahead and change their name, in my opinion. And here's my concern with the alignment with NAFTA. And I'm not trying to hold your feet to the fire, but this is my concern when the AVMA, in my opinion, blows the smoke of saying we're going to work hard in partnering with NAFTA. The problem is that is, is it NAFTA and AVMA are apples to oranges. And when you look at membership numbers in comparison to the number of professionals in the country, let alone the number of professionals operating within veterinary medicine who are not licensed and don't even know what NAFTA is, um, is it, we're seriously lacking in that space, right? So we are like, a, I don't know, I'm going to throw out 10 to 15% when I was involved with NAFTA yeah, yeah. Um, membership 
to the general population versus almost 80% when we look at AVMA. I look at AVMA with political action committees, and I know that that is not something that NAFTA has in their scope uh, affordability, and I don't think based on their bylaws. And so I guess I don't feel as though the majority of our profession is involved with NAFTA enough that the majority of the profession's voice is going to be heard via NAFTA. And I don't think that, I think that in working with simply just NAFTA and not influencing the state AVMAs in a stronger way, it to me feels like lip service. And I'm just kind of interested, it, make me feel better, Ashley. What 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 is going to go on behind the scenes that I can feel better about that? So you're saying you don't feel like NAFTA has enough membership to represent the veterinary technician community as a whole? I think when we're comparing AVMA to NAFTA in terms of saying NAFTA and AVMA are going to work together um, rather than allowing technicians and other um, professionals to be members of the AVMA itself and to have a voice in the AVMA, which is the bigger um, more funded organization that has more influence in legislation than we know that NAFTA does right now. And so when we look at the, what I think are uneven scales in representation and ability is working with NAFTA enough, I guess is maybe what I should say, um, in helping and being as inclusive as I feel the AVMA should be of the entire veterinary population. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you're asking like instead of just a lot like having veterinary technicians as memberships like that having no end to the well i think actually what what i'm hearing from becky and and this is something we've talked about multiple times here is the fact that nafta doesn't have a large majority of the registered veterinary credentialed veterinary technicians as members right so the avma has got 80 plus percent of us the vets as memberships whereas nafta maybe has what 10 or 15 percent becky roughly ish right i mean it's been a while since i've been yeah. involved on the board and ashley would be a better one to answer that but i guess that's that's kind of i guess what i'm saying is that it there's such a large larger population of veterinary technicians who are not involved and when AVMA says, I think like, oh, our solution right now, at least to being inclusive of the entire team is to work closer with NAFTA. And I guess I'm asking, is that enough? Is that enough to really be helping to make a major change or to be truly supportive of the veterinary technician population? Yeah, it's not a knock on NAFTA. It's a no, no, knock no. on my, my, my group, the AVMA. Kind of, yeah, like it, to me, it feels a little bit of lip service on their right. end. Yeah. Um, and it... it I guess I'm just kind of like, so what's the, how do we make sure all the technicians are being represented? Because they, this is the American Veterinary Medical Association. (laughs) Again, we talk about legislation. We talk about roles within the states. And that's not something NAFTA has the ability to do on that level. So I think that's where we have to have a conversation on where do we start? Because there needs to be a starting place. Uh, With our strategic plan, like NAFTA should be the speaking voice for veterinary technicians. In America, I do not know a larger group than that that solely represents technicians and um, veterinary assistants. So there needs to be a starting place. And if people do see the value in that membership, and if there is a in the future, if there is a link between you know being a NAFTA member and also you know us working out if there's different AVMA benefits to that, 
you know, that can also grow as well and help that community. So I think we need to have a starting place. I hear what you're saying, like, is NAFTA the big enough venture for that? Or because we don't, there's some states that don't even have veterinary technician associations. So I can see where you're coming from. But that I have also implemented um, that's coming out soon, a new government relations um, committee. And I've been working very closely with the AVMA government relations to have a place and to have those conversations and to be able to put uh, credential technicians into those positions to have those questions and start those talks because it is important to be just involved in every aspect. It's not fair to have laws made for us that are not made by any of us with input. So that's a big one, but I think we have to start with NAFTA and we have to have the benefits and encouragements to join that organization to see the benefits of it. People see the benefits, see the benefits in the AVMA. So we need to be able to show the benefits of NAFTA and where people can go with that. Well, and you know, actually a couple of quick comments. I agree with everything that both you and Becky have said. Uh, yeah. Number one, I would not ever, ever wait on the AVMA to affect change in your profession because If you do, it's going to be a long time coming. No, yeah. The second thing is the major benefit, the reason that most veterinarians are currently members of the AVMA is because of the insurance, right? I mean, let's let's be super clear on that. And so I think that, you know, the benefit type of thing, I think, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe. And and the engagement is really what you want. So I would encourage you, my challenge to any, I mean, we've had several presidents on the show over the past five and a half years. Every time the same challenge, Becky, it's like you need to get broader support within your profession. And that's really, that's where it starts. And I think that's where Becky's frustration is emanating from. It's kind of like, come on, you know, who do we, how do we get together and aggregate and, and become a powerful union of, of sorts? And, you know, that's a whole other topic right there, Becky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I guess, Ashley, I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of say that. And I love that you're, you know, you bring up the point of like a starting point, right? Like we can't just dive into the deep end. We, we got to, you know, enter the pool the way, any way we can. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, because I'm glad the conversations are being had. Um, and, you know, it's been it's been said and put out there, I think, enough that it's been heard. And I appreciate that. Um, and I want you to have the opportunity to say that, because I would argue that we have a lot of listeners. I mean, we have like 15,000 on whatever out. I don't know, a month, I think. Ernie, we have a lot. And I think that most of them are probably not members of NAFTA. And I think a lot of them are office managers or veterinarians who could see an opportunity to provide this as a benefit to their employees. And I think that people have to understand and hear that it is important to be involved and that I think we're in sort of an unfortunate cycle because it takes members to get benefits and it takes benefits to get members. And so I think people have to take the leap and have the buy-in and say, I need to be a part of this because if I'm not a part of it, it's going to happen to me and not with me. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's happened historically, Ashley. I mean, that's the, that's the real, you know, for me, having been a veterinarian for 30 years now, I mean, I've, you know, I've championed, I've advocated, I've, I've banged my head against this proverbial AVMA brick wall on this topic and several others that, you know, just, it's just not moving. And, and I, I can tell you, you know, if I were you, I would start to say, fine, you know, Hey, we'll have our conversations over here. But meanwhile, we're rolling up our sleeves and we're getting to work at the state level to make this happen. Definitely. And those are things we are doing. 
I want to say to you, Ashley, so, you know, we have beat the drum on the VNI and the AVMA and all of that stuff. So give me some fresh material. What is Ashley, brand new, sparkly president? What are your <laughs> other passion points? What are the other things that make you tick and make you want to, you know, reach out and, and make change? So what are some other, you know, things that get Ashley fired up? What's your glitter bomb? My <laughs> glitter bomb, um, which I really wanted to be involved with and I wanted to create because I really felt there was a lack of it. Um, so last year when I was president-elect, um, there were different um, task force that were created. Uh, and my huge one is I wanted to create a government relations um, task force and that grew into a committee. Um, so because I felt there was such a lack in that area that veterinary technicians don't have that um, that standing power or the, uh, and even with our title protection report, it was you know, astounding at how many people misunderstood their own title protection and how, you know, they thought they had protection, but they actually didn't. Or they're like, yes, we have protection. We don't, we do. And it was like 52% um, was in, they just didn't know. And so I created the veterinary, um, the government relations committee. Um, I have chosen uh, a great chair that is being uh, reviewed by our board. and one of the great things of becoming president that I didn't know about was, you know, I get to go through each of those existing committees and um, appoint chairs, keep chairs, recommend chairs. So it's it's kind of like I get to put this all together. And um, so that was a neat thing for me that I could go in and find people who you know, want to be here, want to be doing the things, are very active. And I wanted to make sure that this year moving forward was that's what it is we're moving forward in something um but my my passion my baby was my government relations committee um and so i put a lot of stuff together and that will come out in the next coming weeks but i just truly feel that that was a place that we lacked having more info in and and having more people in that area of our profession Ashley, are you also uh, involving like Banfields and other large corporate entities to, I mean, because when you say government relations, like I totally get where you're going with that, but you know, you also want to have the numbers stacked in your favor and, you know, are you reaching out to those groups to, to integrate into this initiative as well? First, uh, we're just having, our committee is about to open up and two members of, so who want to volunteer, who have interest in this, who have background in this. Um, and once we get through those opening stages, then we can move on to the bigger. But first is uh, setting a ground committee of uh, of what we want. Okay, great. Yeah, it's you know because again, it's just like Becky said, it's really a numbers game at the end of the day. And you know, and this is quite frankly, I believe you know Becky and, and Ashley why the AVMA continues to kind of ignore you, right? Because they're like, what well, was like five thousand members over here, I and mean, what's you know, so it needs to be fifty thousand members, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, get their attention. You hope. But the biggest thing, yeah, exactly. (laughs) No guarantees there, Ashley. No guarantees. I just, (laughs) you hope. hope. With the government relations, so certain things come up. So, such as someone's trying to change a practice act. Um, Last year alone, you know, even the VNI group went into 22 different states. And I feel a lot of the time people don't know what's going on in a particular state. There was a state that tried to pass a law that you just needed an eighth grade education to be a veterinary technician. We went into that state. We spoke against it. There are certain places who are trying to 
go and have an alternate pathway. Um, we're trying to set a complete standard where we're actively pursuing things. And, and it's not just when we're trying to set up things, we're trying to keep the integrity of the veterinary technician profession right. together and not let it get undermined. Um, so there's a lot of things that when I think government relations, it's when someone's trying to take out, you know, that you don't have to be a veterinary technician or lowering the scope of practice in an area. I want people to be able to know about that. And I want to alert those states that don't know that their practice act is changing. And I want to get them involved. And that's the basis of our government relations committee. Yeah. And agreed. I would say also, instead of just playing defense, get on the offense too and try to, as, oh, what, sure. do you, what do you say, Becky? Get ahead of things because there's a yeah. lot of things to get ahead of. Yeah, but I love what she's saying. And again, I think it's really hard. We don't know. We don't hear about it unless yeah. you're a member. And that's kind of the the number the numbers game. Um, and, and the other thing I want to point out when we talk about NAFTA in general, and I think versus um, when we talk about the AVMA, I mean, the AVMA has a huge, entirely paid staff. Right. And while right. um, NAFTA does have some paid staff members, it's small. And the folks that are out there doing the groundwork and, and working really hard to, to protect these states and to make these changes, which we know aren't easy and we know don't happen fast, work full-time jobs and have right. families. And um, a lot of times work within their state and work within other organizations. And they really are giving a lot of themselves. And um, so it's easy to sit back and bash an organization as a whole, but you know it is important to remember it's being run by people who have great intentions and who want to make change and, um, you know, that are working really hard behind the scenes to make things happen. So we love to give you the opportunity to get out here and be a voice so we can hear what you're doing, Ashley, because it's really, really important. And, and I don't know that enough people get to hear and see it. Yeah, I can't thank you enough, Ashley. Again, we know how tireless. I mean, Becky and I have been in your position in different areas and we know. So as we wrap up today's you know conversation, what would you like to say to those 15, 16, 18,000 people <laughs> that listen every month, you know, I mean, what's your parting wisdom and what do you hope to achieve so that we can rewind this in a year from now and go, hey, Ashley said it and she did it. Yes. And um, thank you so much. I was so glad to be here on my first ever podcast with the Veterinary Viewfinder. Um, and I did want to point out um, what Becky just said about, you know, having paid staff uh, this year, which just got implemented uh, a few weeks ago when I came into presidency, we added a staff member that is now able to attend all committees. Um, therefore, I could free up those wonderful volunteers that were taking notes, that were doing the things. Now we have a paid staff member that takes all notes, puts everything together. I really thought that, you know, having more transparency and knowing what we have from the board meeting. So this person takes notes from our board and she's amazing. Her name's Lauren. And so this year, I think what people will see is a more transparent and more open NAFTA. I really wanted to get more information out to people so they would see the benefits of, you know, work, being members of your state associations, being members of your national associations. I want the district representative system um, to have a fluid motion this year and but i think truly too with having um added on that other staff member who is a paid staff member we were able to do that this year in freeing up those volunteers time and having things on a you know when you have 12 different committees you can get 12 different reports in different ways and different fashions different fonts but this is going to be a way to standardize it and make the communication better to the different committees uh to the different states and it's going to make that uh, messaging as a whole. And so that's one thing I'm excited about this year 
And I really just want this 2022 to be the year of the veterinary technician and to move our profession forward, to be in those states. Um, you know, we've already just this year alone uh, have spoken to, you know, five different state VTAs that need help in something. And we're more than happy um, to go in and help them with what their needs are. And like Becky said, we want to be proactive. Um, getting that title protection report out there, I I always thought we needed to have it in one place um, and having that in there is so vital. And even people just being able to see on one sheet of paper, all the states where they stand, what they can do to improve that title protection. And uh, I really believe a lot of things start with pay and title protection for veterinary technicians. And that's what I hope for this year is that, you know, our pay increases because it really hasn't seemed to increase in 30 plus years. And, and that's unfortunate, very unfortunate. And that's why we're losing a lot of people. And I want to see that title protection um, appreciated and understood by all as a way to move our profession forward. Wow. Well, that's an ambitious Amen. platform. I love it. I <laughs> love to hear these bold pro proclamations from you, Ashley. Ashley Selke, the new president of NAFTA. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. And again, I just wish you the best of luck. And, and look, you know, sure, sometimes our questions may appear pointed, but we are all in this together. We simply want to make our profession better. So thanks for spending time exactly. with us today. Thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate everything. And you guys have a wonderful day. So viewfinders, what do you think about Ashley Selke and her agenda for the next year? What do you think about title protection? Do you think we need to be doing more, faster, whatever, better, whatever? What about the relationships with the AVMA? Should veterinary technicians be working more in concert with them or should they start to go more alone? We really like to hear your thoughts and opinions on this. There's a lot of stuff to unpack in today's uh, really wide-ranging conversation with Ashley Selke. And again, definitely check out NAFTA.net. If you're not a member and you're a registered veterinary technician in this country, please go over there and spend your money or better yet, have your boss spend the money to join because without aggregating, without coming together, then, you know, we really can't make the changes that we want to see. So Becky, where can they reach us if they want to talk oh, to us? You guys know where to find <laughs> us over on Facebook at Veterinary Viewfinder, on Instagram at Veterinary Viewfinder. You can tweet at Ernie because I gave up at Viewfinder. <laughs> and then you can send an email. Um, you know, I, I really love that. And you can um, reach us at veterinaryviewfinder at gmail.com. That's right. Especially all of you that keep requesting for Becky uh, to do like live streams of the mm. podcast. So, you know, just mm -hmm. keep hitting her up and eventually we will we will succeed. That is, that is my agenda <laughs> for 2022. <laughs> Get Becky on the internet. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Great conversation with Ashley Selke from NAFTA. Again, we will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.